Natural Selections is supported by Tug Hill Tomorrow Land Trust, helping kids and their families fall in love with nature. Learn more at TugHillTomorrowLandTrust.org. So we have talked about pigeons, uh, wild and sort of the city pigeons. I don't want to really call them domesticated, although um, you said that most of the variations in color and stuff that we see in city pigeons are really because people bred them to look like that. But I want to talk about how they act and how they are, because I think pigeons may be among the most observed birds in the world because our cities are full of them. And they do this beautiful flight where they kind of rock back and forth, their Mm -hmm. wings in a V. All of those things that the city pigeons do, is it an adaptation to the wild habitat? Yeah, it's kind of nice to sort of see the the heritage or the legacy of their wild past still mm-hmm. going on in the cities. Like you mentioned, that kind of a sailing flight they have where they, it's, if you think of other birds flying, most birds don't do that, where they hold their wings up in a vertical V sort of and sail along and they're rocking side to side and stuff like that. And, and they do it in tight places. I mean, buzzards soar in a V, but that's not the same thing. This is like highly maneuverable kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, if you think of their natural habitat, which is kind of like big cities. They're, they live on cliff areas in high mountains or cliffs near near an ocean, let's say, and they do get preyed on there by uh, hawks and falcons and things. So they have to avoid the predators and move really fast and sort of dodge into crevices and things like that. So what looks like maybe you'd call it instability when they're rocking back mm-hmm. and forth with their sailing, it shows you that they're actually really maneuverable. So there are reports from around the Mediterranean, where a lot of these are the wild ones, a few of them still live, and uh, people have watched them avoid uh, falcon attack by diving straight down the face of a cliff and then mm. sort of tipping really suddenly into a crevice to get away. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And if uh, you also watch when the pigeons are walking around in the park and suddenly they, they get startled and they launch yeah. straight up in the yeah. air with this big snapping of their wings, and that sound might be something that startles a predator or warns the other ones to take off. But to be able to jump up straight up like that is a nice adaptation, too, if you're in these sort of rocky, cliffy, crevice desert areas where maybe you went down into a crevice to to a little puddle of water to get a drink, which they have to do. That's a nice way to get back out really quick. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell me more about the wild ones. You mentioned there are a few uh, populations and they originated around the Mediterranean, right? Is that where they're still? Are they are they threatened species? It's hard to imagine that they would be. There's so many in the cities. Right. That's actually unfortunate because for the average person, the, a wild pigeon will look like the thing you might have seen in the city, and and they are so abundant. You can even find them in. I've seen them in South America and southern tip of Africa. They're all over the world, so people wouldn't think of the originals being in danger, but. They actually are, partly just habitat loss and people taking their eggs, but also just the uh, the feral ones, the, the tame ones that got away that have mm-hmm. unusual features are, in, are interbreeding with them and wiping out the originals. But aren't they the same thing? Yeah. So you could say uh, maybe only a specialist or a biologist would care about that, that you would lose the, the variations, mm-hmm. whereas the species itself will still remain. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the wild ones, I mean... I think most people think of urban pigeons as bordering on a nuisance because there are so many of them and they just they're just constant 
Mm. Um, people have them in their barns. You can't get rid of them. Do they have adaptations that that to our lifestyle that makes it easier for them to multiply and survive? Yeah, actually, it makes sense in the in the wild. The the wild pigeons tend to breed more if they have more than enough food, which mm-hmm. doesn't normally happen in nature. So they'll have one, maybe two broods a year. But around us. Around us, there's so much to eat and people are feeding them and things like that. They can have babies all year round. Even in the middle of winter, you can find pigeons raising a brood. Huh. And also there are fewer predators too. Except sure. a few cities, you may have some hawks or peregrine falcons, but other than that, it's like pigeon heaven. So they're breeding all year round. There's plenty of food. They mate for life, and they live longer in those kinds of situations. And so that makes the urban populations go way, way up while the wild ones are declining. Okay. Thanks very much, Dr. Kurt Steger of Paul Smith College. I'm Martha Foley at St. Lawrence University. Natural Selections is produced by North Country Public Radio with natural sounds by Ted Mack. The program is underwritten by Paul Smith's. The College of the Adirondacks, 800-421-2605.